vier Dei Benedictus in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are blessed in more than one way to have the tradition of the votive mass of our Father Saint Benedict on Tuesday, whenever the calendar permits us to have this wonderful votive mass. The introit is taken from St. Gregory, from the second book of the Dialogues. This in itself is most unusual. The introit is usually drawn from the Psalms. But in this mass, we go to Pope St. Gregory the Great. And he says, Vir Dei Benedictus, he describes St. Benedict as the Vir Dei. Now this genitive is unusually rich in layers of meaning. It's not simply the man of God. It means uh, the man chosen by God, the man who has chosen God, the man who seeks God, the man found by God, the man for whom God is everything. Benedict is the Virde, the man whose life apart from God makes no sense at all. And in this we're given an image of the life of the monk. The monk is a man whose life apart from God makes no sense. And so uh, I find it especially appropriate that we should have this Mass today, uh, the day after the arrival of Seth, and the day of the arrival of Julian, and uh, we're beginning to enter into a time of more intense preparation for uh, Brother Joseph and Brother Nathan, so this votive mass of St. Benedict falls at a most opportune time. Benedict, the man of God, disdained and forsook the glory of the world. He put it all behind. Because, St. Gregory says, quoniam dei spiritus erat in eo, because the Spirit of God was in him. Just as Jesus was, we read in St. Luke's account uh, of um, the temptation in the desert, that Jesus was driven out into the desert by the Holy Ghost, so too is the monk, St. Benedict first in line. The monk is a man driven by the Holy Ghost into the desert, to a place apart. Uh, the monk is a man driven by the Holy Ghost to seek the face of God. So we have all of that in the intro. But the gospel, the gospel is extraordinary in its articulation of what the monastic vocation is. With all its litany of outs, out, 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 the gospel said. Let's then look at uh, this 
extraordinary gospel given us in the votive mass of St. Benedict. When I say out, I don't mean O-U-T, I mean A-U-T. Because uh, we read in the gospel... Amen, I say to you that you who have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit on the seat of his majesty. This is a beautiful, um, our Lord here evokes his own kingship. And of course this relates back, doesn't it, to the expression used by St. Benedict in the prologue, that we are in the service of the Lord Christ, the true King. So it's almost as if here the gospel illuminates the rule and the rule illuminates the gospel. But of course this is in, in answer to Peter's somewhat cheeky question. Uh, you, can, you can always depend on St. Peter to be a bit cheeky in his, in his conversations with our Lord. He says, Behold, we have left all things that have followed thee. What therefore shall we have? What's in it for us? We've forsaken everything. What are we going to get out of this? St. Peter speaks with, with simplicity. Huh? And Peter always speaks his mind. And Jesus, I think, with, with the most wonderful patience and meekness, answers Peter. Here he doesn't upbraid Peter. In other passages he, 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 he responds to Peter rather uh, with a certain strength. Here it, it seems almost as if he's humoring Peter. There's, there's, a, there's a beautiful meekness, a gentleness in the answer of Jesus. Amen, I say to you, that you... And, and Peter puts the question, but Jesus answers in the plural, you... Amendico vobis, vobis. You who have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit on the seat of his majesty, the kingship of Christ, you also shall sit on twelve seats, participation in the kingship of Christ, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands. It's a very comprehensive description of uh, the monk uh, is the man who turns his back on everything, walks away from all the world, has to offer following Christ. Shall receive an hundredfold this mysterious hundredfold and shall possess life everlasting. Some of you, I think of Thomas, I think of Seth, Julian, are at the stage of considering what am I going to do? 
Am I really going to walk away from everything for Christ's sake? And others of you are saying, I've walked away from everything for Christ's sake. Now what? Now what? And so this gospel has an answer for each one of us. And the offertory antiphon very often in the Mass continues the gospel or in some way completes it. Have you ever noticed that? That you have the last line of the gospel shall receive an hundredfold and shall possess life everlasting. Very often the offertory antiphon picks up on the last line of the gospel and develops it for us. And so we have in the offertory antiphon Thou, O Lord Christ, true King, Thou hast given Him, Saint Benedict, and all the sons of Saint Benedict down through the ages, Thou hast given Him what? His heart's desire. The one thing that can make a man happy. The fulfillment of his heart's desire. Thou hast not given Him this thing and that, Thou hast given him his heart's desire. Desiderium anime eus tribuisti ei domine. The desire of his soul. This is that for which every man yearns and craves deep inside. Thou hast made us for thyself, O God, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, O Lord, and thou hast not withholden from him the will of his lips. This is the psalmist's way of expressing what Jesus himself says in the gospel concerning prayer made in his name. Thou hast not withholden from him the will of his lips. What is this will of his lips? It is every prayer uttered Per Christum Dominum Nostrum. Thou hast set on his head a crown of precious stones. Much more could be said about this votive mass of our Father Saint Benedict, but we do well to offer the Holy Sacrifice today, especially for, for Thomas and for Seth and for Julian, and also then for uh, Brother Joseph and Brother Nathan. Uh, Because this Mass today, I think, speaks to their hearts in a particular way, as indeed it should speak to the heart of each one of us, uh, even after uh, decades of monastic life. Uh, I can say in my case that after decades of monastic life, this votive mass of St. Benedict continues to be uh, a vehicle of grace by which I am strengthened in my monastic vocation as a son of St. Benedict. And I think uh, Dom Elijah can say the same after a certain number of years. And I look at the, the novices present, and I'm sure that you find in this mass the mirror of your own experience. And so uh, we can say in in 
singing and celebrating and offering the Holy Sacrifice today, we can say with little St. Placid that we are singing our life and living our song. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.